You found it. Your number one place for free English lessons on the internet. Learn American English with this guy. Don't forget to leave a five-star review if this podcast improves your English. And now, here's your host, this guy. I think we're live. Welcome, everyone. Hope you're doing well. I hope you are ready to learn some English. I hope you're ready to talk a little bit about Halloween. That's an American holiday we have. I know some other places around the world may celebrate it, but we are going to find out a little bit later. Halloween didn't even start in the United States. No. But before we get into the English lesson, I would like to say hello to a couple people. We have a legend. There is an absolute legend in the house. His name is Mr. Bob the Canadian. Welcome, Mr. Bob the Canadian. Something tells me he is not here to learn English, but I think he wants to talk to one of his channel members. So I'm sure you all know Bob the Canadian, but welcome, Mr. Bob the Canadian. A lot of my channel members, a lot of my subscribers have come because of Bob the Canadian. So thank you so much. Audi the Thai is here. Harry, Harry 300 from Indonesia. Welcome. Of course, another Canadian. Amina is here. Welcome. Mortania is in the house. Welcome. Japan's in the house. Noriko, hope you're doing well. Amina is still here. She is not shopping today. I hope you got your Tim Hortons though. So in this English lesson, you are going to learn a lot about Halloween. We are going to talk about some English phrasal verbs you might use when you talk about Halloween. Everybody's favorite, right? English phrasal verbs. We'll also talk about some terms like trick or treat or spooky. Is that the same as scared? Hmm, maybe, maybe not. And of course, I'll also have some, some banners at the bottom, which I will read so you can see what the words look like, and that might help you learn English a little bit more quickly. So let's get started with the first term. That's the thumbnail, just in case you didn't see that before. We got a mummy, that thing in the middle. We have a jack-o'-lantern. We will talk about that, and we have me. I'm there. So the first term we need to talk about if we are going to talk about Halloween is trick or treat, trick or treat. And you can see down there in the orange, black and orange are two colors that we often use for Halloween. So I have a, over there, a black background, got some orange there. And I have my only orange shirt. So trick or treat is what children say when they visit a house asking for candy. And you can see this group of children. They are all dressed up in their costumes. Yes, we use that English phrasal verb dressed up when you put on a costume. Here's the confusing thing, though. Sometimes people will say they are dressed up when they try to look fancy. I'm not wearing a t-shirt or a sweatshirt today. 
I'm wearing a collared shirt. So you might say I am more dressed up for this English lesson than other English lessons. <clears throat> so if a person wants to dress up, they might put on a fancy dress or they might put on a collared shirt, maybe a tie, but you can also dress up for Halloween. And that means you put on a costume and you go trick-or-treating. Now, what is trick-or-treating? Well, you ask for candy. So you're hoping to get a treat. But some children, if they don't get a treat, they will play a trick on the person who lives in that house or that apartment. The reason children say trick-or-treat is that they will play a trick on the person. If they don't give out candy, give out candy. Another English phrasal verb. So a lot of families, at least in the United States, they will choose either they are giving out candy for Halloween or they are not giving out candy for Halloween. And then you might be sitting there wondering, well, how do the little children know if they are going to get candy at a house? This is what people do, at least in the United States. Maybe it's different in other countries. But here in the United States, if people do not want to give out candy on Halloween night, they will keep their outside lights off. So a lot of times we have indoor lights. So you're inside, maybe you need to read a book or cook dinner. You'll just turn your lights on. We don't usually call them inside lights, but on the outside of your house, maybe it's dark and you don't want to trip and fall when you walk to your car, you might turn on an outside light, maybe a porch light. Many American homes, even some apartments, have outside lights. And on Halloween night, October 31st, if a family wants to give out candy, they will turn on their outside lights. Let's check the chat. Make sure there are no questions. Feel free, if you have a question about Halloween, leave it right in the chat. I do see a lot of people saying hello to each other. We are live on Facebook too. So Steve, hope you're doing well over there. Facebook, Rudy, hope all is going well. Dominican Republic, right? Dominican or Haiti? Oh, I can't remember. It's down there somewhere. Constantine, hope you're doing well, my friend. Yes, lots of people are saying hello to Bob the Canadian. Bob the Canadian is very busy. Something tells me he might have scooted. That's another way you can say that you need to you need to leave. He might have just dropped in for a couple seconds and then scooted. But uh, I emailed him earlier this morning about something on his channel. Martina. One of the best English teachers. That's, I think she's talking to Bob the Canadian, but because he is, he is one of the best, right? I'm excited about this topic. 
because I love this time of year. Let's get started. Let's do it. Slovakia, small, small country in Central Europe, Slovakia, Slovakia. What's the capital of Slovakia? Is it Bratislava? Is it Bratislava? <clears throat> All right. Hi. I like that. I'll read that again. No. Hey, well, if you're talking about me, one of the best English teachers, that's fine. That's fine. I, I didn't even notice the, the small error. Was there an error? Hey, Angelique Julia. Hey, I'm so glad you could join here. Angelique has been a channel member for a while, but she doesn't often show up for the live streams. I think she's often busy. It's great to see you here. And Natalia's here. Chili is in the house. All right. Mahmood is wondering, why do people give candy to kids? Yeah. In the United States, we tell children, don't take candy from strangers. Strangers are people you don't know. But on Halloween night, that is the one night that it is okay to take candy from strangers. Small children will have their parents with them or maybe an older brother or sister. And most people, most people give out candy and it's just fine. It's not dirty candy. It's not candy that is going to make them sick. Well, maybe if you eat too much candy, it could make you sick. Harry, what kind of tricks, that's a good question, will kids do if they don't get candies? Thank you for the question. It's a great question. To be honest, I don't think many kids will pull any tricks on anybody. I don't think so. But can, please don't do this. Please don't do this. But two tricks. I have heard some children some teenagers doing on Halloween night would be toilet paper, rolling a house. If you roll a house, that means you take a roll of toilet paper and you throw it on their trees. You throw it on the roof of their house. If you roll a house, you take toilet paper and just get it all over the house. It's a mess to clean up. Or everybody knows what eggs are, I'm sure. Chickens lay eggs. Probably a couple other animals too. But they also might egg a house. Yes, egg can be a verb. It can be something you do. And egging a house is simply throwing eggs at a house. Not very nice, but those are two tricks that might happen on Halloween. <sighs> Bob and Brent are here. Yeah, good. I'm glad. Yeah. If you haven't followed Bob the Canadian, check that guy out. He is pretty amazing. Ah, Bratislava. Nice. All right, Yulia. Hey, welcome. Welcome. I've heard that there are whole stores that sell things for Halloween. Yes. Are they closed the rest of the time or are they selling something else? That is a great question. So I think there was a, a YouTube short I made a few months ago because the Halloween store 
That's what we call it in English. The Halloween store opened. Maybe I should go over there and take a picture later today. But yes, there are store stores. I think it's called Spirit Halloween. Spirit Halloween. And they are all over the United States. They open at the end of summer. And they usually close a week after Halloween ends. So no, they are not open year round. That's the term we might use. They're not open year round. They are seasonal. That's a term you might not know. If a store is seasonal, it's only open during a certain season. Maybe an ice cream shop is only open during the summer. We would call that a seasonal shop. There are some stores that open and only sell Christmas ornaments. That would be seasonal. Spirit Halloween is a seasonal store. Tallow, how are you? Hope you're doing well. All right. Mahmood says, to be honest, this topic is not very interesting. Sorry about that. Some people like to learn about American culture. Some people just like to learn English. All right, the question, what happens if you don't give candy to kids? Constantine, yeah, I got you. I answered that one, right? Just going through the chat, making sure. Viola, hope you're doing well. Good to see you here. All right. Hey, I like to hear that. That's good company. Bob and Brent are the best teachers on uh, YouTube. Thank you so much. Apple of Frogs here. Hope you're doing well. Yeah, people get busy. Glad to see you here. Any questions? What? Angelique, that is so cool. Angelique is going to New York City. Um, can I still expect to see some Halloween decorations? Ooh, that's a good question. In New York City? Hmm. Now, New York City might be gearing up. That's an English phrasal verb. That means to get ready for something. New York City might be gearing up for Thanksgiving and Christmas already. So I'm not sure if you will see any Halloween decorations. I think I might need to do a live English lesson about Thanksgiving this year. I don't remember if I've ever done one on Thanksgiving. So, all right, we need to, um, yeah, I don't, we're going to talk about that, Yelena. Why do so many horror movies happen at Halloween? Because Halloween is a spooky time of year. Spooky. We will talk about spooky. All right. Freddie says, I guess that kids only go to the nearest neighbors. So that keeps them safe. Sometimes, yes. But in my town, there are certain neighborhoods where the houses are close together. So parents will drive their kids to these neighborhoods so they can rack up on candy. Rack up, it means you get a lot of something. So kids like to go to these neighborhoods where the houses are close together. You don't have to do as much walking and then they can rack up on Halloween candy. Hope this helped. Let's get back to the yeah it is 
I could stay in the chat all this time. Hey, Meg, I hope you're doing well. Um, but I do have a lesson. Maybe we should get back to the lesson. But there are so many good questions. Constantine, yes, I saw your question on the community post. We are going to talk about the history of Halloween. I promise. Look at this, Natalia. She uses a great term, binge watching. Binge watching. Hopefully, to learn English, you will be binge watching some of my YouTube videos. It means to watch over and over. So you could pick a playlist, watch a ton of English videos, maybe from Bob the Canadian too. He's very good. But you could also binge watch scary movies. Chris, hope you're doing well. Gearing up for Halloween. That's right. Halloween is only two days away. Only two days away. Cecilia, did I say hi to you? If not, hello. If I did, hello again. Let's get back to the lesson because we will talk about where Halloween started and why it did. The next one after trick or treat is a term you might hear, and that is door to door, door to door. So a lot of children will go door to door to get Halloween candy. Here's a sentence for you. Children will go door to door trick or treating. Trick or treating can actually be a verb. Children can go trick or treating door to door. Sometimes people may go door to door selling things, not on Halloween, but on other days of the week. Maybe somebody will come to your door, knock on your door, and try to sell you something. Most of the time when people come to my door selling something, I will say, no, thank you. Usually if I need something, I will go get it. I worry when people come to me with things that I should buy. Eh, probably not. But door to door. Hopefully that makes sense. You go from one door to the next door, to the next door, to the next door, getting candy. So some people may, there's a typo. Always one typo here, isn't there? Always one typo. Hopefully that's the only one. Let me fix that so it's absolutely perfect. Some people may go door to door trying to sell things. That's perfect. What about this thing? Goblin. Talk about scary or spooky. A goblin. A goblin is just a term for an ugly creature. They're usually green. They look like that picture. Hey, if you are listening to the podcast, I'm sorry you can't see the picture, but these are ugly green things. Children will sometimes dress up as goblins for Halloween. It's a very popular costume, but hard to describe. Easier to show a picture of what a goblin is. Usually ugly, usually green. Usually something you don't want to hang out with. You don't want to be around 
a goblin. But ghosts, it's another costume that children, even adults, you don't have to be a child to dress up for Halloween. There are some adult Halloween parties where adult friends will get together, dress up, maybe have a few alcoholic beverages, adult costume parties. They're not that rare for Halloween. They happen. But ghosts are probably the most common costume for Halloween because it's so easy. Just cut two eye holes in a bed sheet. And we talked about bed sheet a few lessons ago when we talked about sleep. But the bed sheet, think about the bed. Usually it's white. It's thin. You might cover yourself up with it at night. It's thin. Looks like that ghost. Eye holes. Is that a new word for you? Eye holes. Why did my... thought I got a text message. I have my phone right here. Why don't we do this? We are 20 minutes in. Just as a thank you to all the channel members, I often forget to do this, but why don't I turn on members only right now? Members only. Bob the Canadian does this. I'm getting a lot of great information from Bob the Canadian. He is the best. And I usually forget to turn off members only. So I am going to set my timer for five minutes. Members only chat. Hey Siri, set my timer for five minutes. Five minutes and counting, she says. All right, so it's members only as a thank you for channel members. Thank you so much. You really, I'm buying some new lights so that it will look better back here because of channel members. Thank you so much. If you would like to become a channel member, there are bonus videos. Um, there is a Discord server for silver members, Volley for gold members. Try it out for a month. You might like it. And you get your name in green for the chat. Speaking of the chat, let's check and see. Are there any? Apple the Frog says doors. Oh, no. Mega. I think Mega is sick, she said. What's this? <clears throat> Elena is wondering, who is the most superstitious person in my family? So if somebody is superstitious, they might have to do certain things before they leave the house. Maybe knock on a door three times for good luck. Maybe if a black cat crosses their path, they turn the other way. Superstitious. I would have to say that my family is not very superstitious. So I would say probably nobody. Nobody. Oh, Mahmood, you could not be more wrong. You could not be more wrong. He says, I think you and Bob have run out of topics for live streams. That is wrong. Very wrong. I don't want to speak for Bob the Canadian, but uh, I think he has plenty of topics. I think he has plenty. All right. Um, speaking of members, Angelique Julia, thank you so much. She left a super chat. I got a little something for you. 
Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah, that means so much. I love doing these live lessons, but if anybody thinks that they are so helpful, they're willing to give up some of their hard-earned money. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right, let's leave that up there for a little while. I hope you have a great trip in New York City. If it was closer, I would go down, meet you. We could have some coffee. But for me to get to New York City is about a six-hour drive. It's about a six-hour drive. Usually when my family and I go to New York, we take a train to a state called Connecticut. I was in Connecticut a couple of weeks ago. We will take, um, we will drive to Connecticut and then take a train from Connecticut. Just, you don't need a car in New York city. That's the great thing about visiting New York city. Angelique, Julia, if she stays in New York city, she will not have to rent a car. You can take the subway pretty much anywhere you want in New York, even to New Jersey. There are a lot of cool things to do in New Jersey. Brent, at school, do you use a Halloween party or festival? Do teachers join um, an appropriate, the, they dress up? Um, no, no. I teach older students. So my students are 13 and 14 years old. So some of them still might go out trick-or-treating, but at school, we don't celebrate Halloween. Um, in fact, you can't wear a mask to my school. You might be able to paint your face. Hopefully that makes sense. Paint your face, but you can't wear a mask. You can't cover your face with a mask. All right. So much is going on in the chat. Yes. Hey Siri, should we, uh, should we mess with Aaron's phone? I'm trying to think of something to say to mess up Aaron's phone. Hey Siri, just got 20 seconds. Hey Siri, um, hey Siri, what's the weather in Milan? Hopefully, hopefully Siri will tell Aaron the weather. Oh, it looks like it's nice out there. 75 degrees Fahrenheit, zero chance of rain. See, I would have forgotten. Thank you, Siri. What would I do without Siri? So let me switch that back to everyone chatting. If I remember how to do that, I think I do. Subscribers, one minute. There we go. All right, back to the lesson, back to the lesson. Let's do this. We just talked about ghosts. What about this? Boo. This is what ghosts might say. Boo. Ghosts say boo. If someone wants to scare another person, they might shout boo. So in English, that is a way we scare people. I don't like scaring people like that, but some people like scaring people. I don't think it's very funny, but if you are hiding 
behind a wall and somebody walks by, you can jump out and yell, boo. It's what we say in English. I'm sure in your native language, you might have another word, not boo, but we say boo in English. How about this? Vampires. Vampires. That's a picture of a vampire. Vampires live forever and like drinking human blood. I saw Harry asked if I believe in ghosts. I don't. I don't think I believe in ghosts. And I definitely don't believe in vampires. But in English, there was a book called Twilight about 20 years ago, maybe 15 years ago. And it was all about vampires. So for a time, vampires and stories about vampires were very popular in the U.S. Do you know what else vampires have? They have fangs. Or two really long front teeth. And so do snakes. So that is a picture of fangs. Two front teeth that are really long. I hope nobody in the chat is scared of snakes because that picture might frighten you. But hey, it's Halloween. Sometimes you are supposed to be scared or frightened on Halloween. I don't like snakes. Please let me know in the chat. Do you like snakes? A couple weeks ago, this is true. There was a snake in my classroom. There was a snake. We call it a garter snake, a garter snake. It's a, it's a little green snake. He was about that big. Green, little, garter snake. It might bite you, but it's not poisonous. It, the bite might hurt a little bit, but that's it. So when somebody opened the door to my classroom to leave, the snake was curled up. And I started to freak out. Somebody said, there's a snake in your classroom. And I didn't yell, but I was like, oh, oh no, oh no. And one of the uh, girls in my class, she is great. She said, oh, I'll take care of it. She had no fear of snakes. She picked up the snake. My room is really close to an outside door. So she picked up the snake put him on the grass and everybody went to class. It was all over in about a minute, maybe a minute and a half. And she was, she was my hero that day. Most days my hero is Bob the Canadian, but that day it was my student. Okay. VS does not like snakes. Let me, well, let's just put the snake back up here. Just so some people will remember what, a, oh, that's a bad picture. Oh, sorry. Bad picture. Hey, hats off to you, sir. I'm from Pakistan. That is so cool. I was just having a conversation with another one of my students just yesterday, and we were talking about the top three countries we want to visit. And I said, Italy, Brazil, number three, 
Pakistan. Yep. I would like to visit Islamabad. I would like to visit Lahore. And I would like to visit the mountains. Yeah. Pakistan. I would love to do an English lesson in Pakistan one day. That is a dream of mine. Noriko. I don't like snakes, but I'm not afraid of them. Just creepy. That is a good adjective. Creepy. Just might make you shiver a little bit. I'm kind of shivering now. My body is doing little shakes. Gives you the heebie-jeebies. We might say that in English. If something is creepy, it gives you the heebie-jeebies. Absolutely not. Hate snakes. Aaron, he said. I agree. Yulia, not a snake fan. Ooh. Do you have do you have anacondas in Chile? Hmm. I know there are a lot of rainforests in South America. Hmm. What's this? Freddie says, in order not to be bitten from a vampire, you should have garlic. That's what I've heard. Have garlic. Hey, just because Freddie said garlics, I'm going to explain that we never, never use the plural for garlic, which is weird. Garlics. We never say that. It's just garlic. One garlic, two garlics. No, we would say two cloves of garlic. It's weird, huh? I never thought of that until I saw Freddie's response. Just like hair, even though I'm losing my hair, sadly. Um, we very rarely say hairs, very rarely. Maybe strands of hair, pieces of hair, but a single strand of hair. Hopefully that helps. It's not English um, Halloween, but will I celebrate? We need to get back to the lesson, don't we? The, the chat has been so fun today, though. Um, I might celebrate Halloween. Both of my children are so old that they are not going to dress up for Halloween, I don't think. And this year, Halloween is on a Monday, right at the beginning of the week. So I don't think I will celebrate Halloween. Jamie and I, my wife, Jamie and I need to talk. Will we pass out or give out candy? I don't know. I don't know yet. Freddie says he cannot stand snakes. Jeez. Mahmood. Um, do you think that Halloween is just another manipulation to make people spend their hard-earned money on junk? Um, I Maybe. But, uh, you know, little kids love it. Little kids love Halloween. My kids loved Halloween when they were young. So maybe Halloween isn't as bad as some other, some other holidays like Valentine's day. Yeah. Yeah. My mood. Sometimes I forget. That's why I set the timer. I didn't want to forget to turn back on everybody chat. All right. We, this, the chat is, the chat is, the chat is popping today. James Bolduck. I know that guy. How are you? Former student. Mahdi, Saudi Arabia is in the house. Oh, Manuel is late. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. 
All right, but you're here now. Welcome. All right. Yeah. If you want, yeah, no. That yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah. That's very scary. War zones, yeah. Sad stuff. Sad stuff. Natalia, how did you know I'm going to be talking about pumpkin pie? Let's get back. Let's get back to the lesson. We just talked about fangs. And everybody said that they loved snakes. So maybe I should get rid of that picture. No, I think most people said they hate snakes, right? Let me get rid of that picture. The next one. This is from Impulse Imp. He left this question earlier. And he said, hey, Brent, is it difficult to carve Halloween pumpkins? So that first question, I want to introduce. Hang on. Hang on a second. Audie the tie dropped a super chat. Thank you so much, Audie. Audie is also a gold member. Audie is awesome. Thank you so much. Have a little something for you. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Audie the tie. Thank you. Thank you so much. I talk to Audie the tie almost every day in Volley. I see a video from him. Thank you so much, Audie. So Impulse Imp was asking, is it difficult to carve Halloween pumpkins? My answer is yes. You need a really sharp knife to carve a pumpkin. I have never cut myself carving a pumpkin, but usually you, what I do is I take newspaper, newspaper, and I spread it out on the table because carving a pumpkin can get really messy. So I get my sharp knife and I cut around the top and I pull off the stem. Lots of English vocabulary there. I pull off the stem. I reach in and pull out all of the guts. The inside of the pumpkin, we might call guts. Now, there are some seeds. There are some seeds inside the pumpkin. So I have a little sentence for you. Jack-o'-lanterns are what some native English speakers call carved pumpkins. So if you see the little emoji that you can write that has a pumpkin, a carved pumpkin, you might hear it called jack-o'-lantern. Maybe some people just say, Hey, do you want to carve a pumpkin? Or you might hear, Hey, do you want to make a jack-o'-lantern? We say both terms. One of the hardest things about carving a pumpkin is scooping out the pumpkin seeds. I thought scooping out might be a new English phrasal verb for you. When you scoop something out, it's kind of like you take a spoon or maybe your hand like this, you reach in and pull something out. Lots of English phrasal verbs there. So you could scoop out seeds and guts from a pumpkin or my favorite thing to do, scoop out ice cream from its container. Ice cream. It's getting a little cold though for ice cream. But in the summer, 
I love scooping out ice cream and putting it on a cone. After carving a pumpkin, I will often dry the seeds on a paper towel, salt them, and toast them in the oven. They are delicious. So when my children were smaller and we were carving pumpkins, I would often take the seeds, let them dry out on a paper towel, more English phrasal verbs, dry out on a paper towel, and then salt them, put some salt on them, put them in the oven, and toast them. And then after, eat them. They were delicious. They were delicious. Let's check. There's a new member in the house. Roger, welcome. I think Roger's been a member before, right? So if you are a silver member, check that Discord server. If you need a link, let me know. If you are a gold member, join us on Volley. If you need a link, let me know. After the chat, I will check and give you the link if you need a link. Okay, hey, hey, pumpkin pie, Constantine. It's coming up. Rogers, I got a little something for you. New member. Make sure you check the members tab for the Discord, the members chat, and the bonus videos. Yeah, so lately I've been putting a few bonus videos together for members. So check that out. Talked about fixing a pipe in my yard. Natalia, I need to respond to Natalia later today for a member's video. So Roger, thank you. Look forward to getting to know you. Welcome. All right, what were we talking about? Hello, everyone. Roger's in the house. All right. Mm. Oh, really? At Christmas, you eat pumpkin with sugar. That sounds good. Anything with sugar sounds good. Um, Mahmood, I think Christmas is better than Halloween. What do you think? Yeah, Christmas is always weird for me on this channel. I know that so many people around the world don't celebrate Christmas. So I don't know. Maybe we will do a Christmas episode. Maybe not. But I have more family traditions when it comes to Christmas than I do Halloween. But I think both can be fun. Pumpkin pie. Good question, Madi. I thought pumpkin is the same as squash. Ooh. This is confusing because a pumpkin is a type of squash. So squash can be a couple different vegetables. So pumpkin is a type of squash. But at least in English, we have many types of squash. There's summer squash. There's something just simply called squash. It's orange like a pumpkin, but it doesn't taste like a pumpkin. Also, we have something called yams, which are also orange, but sometimes they're called sweet potatoes. Maybe I need to do an English lesson all about vegetables. Maybe. Let me know. Let me know. All right. Let's see. Did you ever trick or treat with Jamie? Um, okay. So one time 
we went to a friend's Halloween party and we dressed up. Adults in the United States don't go trick-or-treating if they don't have children, really. At about 13 or 14, people usually stop trick-or-treating. But we did dress up. I was Darth Vader from Star Wars. I can't remember what Jamie was, but one year before we had children, we did go to an adult Halloween party where all of our friends dressed up. Yeah, that was fun. Maybe we'll go to another one sometime soon. I don't know. All right, back to the lesson. I think we still have... Oh, what time do children start going from house to house saying trick or treat? So Impulse Imp said house to house. That is the same as door to door. We will use both terms. What time? It's usually when the sun goes down. So where I live, this time of year, right around five o'clock, maybe 5.30 in the evening, children will start to go door to door or house to house, trick or treating. And his final question was, do I like Halloween? Mm, I could take it or leave it. If you don't really care too much about something, you can say, eh, I could take it or leave it. I could take it or leave it. Um, Halloween, it's not my favorite holiday. It's fine. I like to get discounted candy after Halloween. So if candy doesn't sell in a store, after Halloween, the store will usually bring the price down. They will discount the price. So sometimes you might be able to get discounted Halloween candy for 50% off. So I like candy. So that part of Halloween I like, but I don't like being scared. So hmm, I could take it or leave it. I could take it or leave it. All right, let's make this a little bigger because we have another question. Sergey wants to know, do you usually make a pumpkin pie? If the answer is yes, what is the best recipe? And of course, Nori said, please talk about this. And also Yulia right at the bottom. Yes, yes, plus one with a little jack-o'-lantern emoji. So of course, I felt I really need to talk about pumpkin pie, don't I? Pumpkin pie. Now, be careful. Most Americans that I know will not eat pumpkin pie for Halloween. We will eat pumpkin pie for Thanksgiving, which is usually about three weeks after Halloween. So we have Halloween, we have Thanksgiving, we have Black Friday, we have Christmas, we have New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. Some Americans will celebrate Hanukkah if they're Jewish. Hanukkah is right in the holiday season. Lots of holidays from the end of October to the beginning of January. We call that holiday season. So a lot of Americans will have pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving, not so much for Halloween. So let's talk about pumpkin pie. There is a picture 
of pumpkin pie right there. Doesn't it look delicious? It is super orange. It has some white stuff on the top and some crust. So let's talk about some of the ways you would make pumpkin pie. Hopefully my internet connection is good because I just got an alert. Oh no, I saw that breaking up. Okay, maybe we're back. That happened last time, right? Um, let's keep rolling with the, with the lesson just in case my internet goes out. It's back now. Sorry about that. Um, but most people, in fact, I don't know how to make pumpkin pie from real pumpkin. I think most Americans will get what's called canned pumpkin. Canned pumpkin. It's pumpkin that comes in a can. No seeds, just pumpkin. And probably a lot of sugar. Something like that. Uh, phew, I'm back. Thank you. But you also will need a crust. A crust. And let's talk about what a crust is. You can see the picture and that helps. But just in case you're listening to the podcast, a pie's crust is the outer hard part of a pie. The shell of a pie. Kind of like dough. So almost like bread before it's baked. That's the crust. Again, if you can see the picture, then of course you have this in your language. Oh, I know that. That's the crust. Okay. But for podcast people, the crust is the outer hard part of the pie. It's almost like the dough, the bread. Then you bake it. And then you might top it with whipped cream. Many Americans will top two typos, two typos. Many Americans will top their pumpkin pie with whipped cream. And if you can't see that picture, podcast people, whipped cream is the white stuff on top of a pumpkin pie. You can also eat a little vanilla ice cream with your pumpkin pie. Vanilla ice cream or whipped cream with your pumpkin pie. Good stuff. Good stuff. Next one here, Noriko. I think she's still in the chat, but she asked a question earlier. And she was wondering a couple things. She loves Halloween, by the way. And she loves the movie Coco. But she was wondering, what is the origin of Halloween? How did Halloween start? Where did it come from? Okay. I have a couple banners for you here. Halloween probably started 2,000 years ago by the Celtic people, Celtic people. You can see it written there. It's pronounced Celtic people. Who are the Celtic people? Well, when I think of Celtic people, I think of Ireland, that country that's not too far from England, Ireland. So apparently 
Halloween started around 2,000 years ago in what is today Ireland, at least by the Celtic people. And at the time, it was to celebrate the food that was grown over the summer and then it was harvested. When food in the ground is pulled up, the verb we use is harvested. Things like corn can be harvested. And it was to celebrate that. But also Celtic people thought that their dead relatives could be contacted at that time of year. So apparently uh, that is where Halloween started. I was not around when Halloween started 2000 years ago, but I think a lot of people say, oh, that's an American holiday, but no, it actually started in Ireland many, many years ago to celebrate all of the food that was harvested. All right. And she also had another question. Earlier in the chat, we talked about ghosts. Those are things, those are nouns. But then Noriko has heard of ghosting, ghost as a verb. It might not be on topic, she says. It's okay. And she listed this example. She ghosted me after our first date. Yeah, so ghost is American slang. And that means you were talking to someone. Maybe you were texting them. Maybe you were calling them on the phone. And then out of the blue, all of a sudden, they ignore you. They never return your calls. They never return your texts. They just ignore you. Here's something you might hear in very informal English. Things were going well between us. I thought we were going somewhere until she ghosted me. So I can imagine two people starting to date, having some fun with each other, maybe starting to fall in love. I thought we were going somewhere. That doesn't mean they were going to the store. If their relationship was going somewhere, it means they were starting to get closer. They were starting to like each other even more. But then she ghosted him for some reason. Who knows? Just ignore you. Hopefully that helps. That's what ghosting means. When somebody ignores you out of the blue, all of a sudden, for no reason that you know of. All right, check the chat. Anything? Yep, I do believe in Italia. Pagan. Uh, and pagan just means before religion, before, did I, did I miss a super chat? I think I missed a super chat. Oh my goodness. Cecilia, Cecilia, you do not have to do this, but thank you so much, Cecilia. Cecilia is also a teacher in Argentina and one of my first subscribers on YouTube. That is so nice of you. She's a gold member. I also talk with Cecilia almost every day on volley. So very kind of you. So very kind. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Thank you so much, Cecilia. You've been so supportive over the last couple of years. It 
really means a lot. Thank you. Thank you so much, Cecilia. It's amazing. Um, Cecilia has never ghosted me. She's never ignored me. Cecilia, thank you so much. Yeah. So hopefully that helps Noriko. And I know, you know, I've had this channel for two and a half years. It will be three years in January. And Cecilia has been around since the very beginning. Thank you so much. So many have been around since the very beginning. I know Amina was early. If I start listing names, I will forget. But Nori, if you watch this on replay, Madi, very early on. So thank you so much for all the support over the years. It means a lot. I know there are so many English teachers on YouTube and you've stuck with me for a long time. Thank you, Cecilia. It means a lot. All right, the next one, I'll leave that up there for a little while. So, let me just do this. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. It's amazing. All right, the next one is spooky. Spooky. This is a tough one. This is a tough one. Last night, Jamie, my wife and I were talking. And sometimes I ask her because she is another native English speaker. I ask her, hey, what does spooky mean to you? And she said, oh, spooky means scary. And I thought, I don't think so. I don't think it is quite, I don't think it's quite scary. So we don't even agree on what spooky means. She says it's the same as scary. I think it's a little bit different. Oh no, we have a new member. We have a new super chat. Hang on. I will get right to you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. I'll be right there. But let's talk about spooky. And then I need to thank some more people. Thank you so much. Um, for me, and I looked spooky up in the dictionary. And I could have just said, oh, spooky means scary. It might, but I also think it means almost scary. Spooky is almost scary but not quite fog in the morning. Maybe you drive to work and it's really early in the morning and it's kind of foggy. You can't see out in the distance. It's a little spooky to me. It's not scary. I'm not scared. I'm just worried something might happen. It's spooky. The woods at night might be a little spooky. Maybe you don't want to go walking in the woods. It's not dangerous. If you were in a big city where a lot of crime was happening and you were walking down the street, that's not spooky. That's dangerous. Spooky to me means something bad could happen. It might scare you, but it's not quite scary yet. Hope that helps. Spooky is a hard word to describe. All right, Chris, thank you. Thank you so much. It means so much. Got a little something for you. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much for the super chat. And I know that money is not easy to come by these days. A lot of people are struggling. A couple of years ago, it seems our money went further. 
So thank you so much. I know it takes a lot to earn money these days. And the fact that you are helping me out, helping the channel out, it means so much. It really does. Also, I believe there was a new member. Rose, welcome to the club. Got a little something for you here. Let me find it. New member. Make sure you check the members tab for the Discord, the members chat, and the bonus videos. Yes, Rose, just in case you weren't here when Roger joined, after the chat, I will check. And if you are a gold member, I will put a link to the volley so you can join us there on the volley server. If you are a silver member, you'll get access to the Discord server. We chat in there almost every day. And if you are a bronze member, well, your name is in green now. Welcome to the club. And you also get the bonus videos. So there are, I think, 100 bonus videos. There's a whole playlist. You can go back. All right. Thank you so much, Rose. Welcome to the club. All right. Let's check the chat here. Mm, menacing. That's a good one. Spooky and menacing are very close. Yeah, menacing, it doesn't mean it's it's dangerous. It doesn't mean you're getting hurt, but it's close. Something bad could happen. If um if it feels a little menacing, it's not a good thing. It's close. Some of these words are are hard to uh question, Noriko. Spooky, eerie. Can we use them interchangeably? I do think spooky, eerie, Jamie would say scary. Those can all be used interchangeably, but I do think spooky and eerie are really close. Maybe if you walk into a house, nobody has lived there for a while. There is no electricity. There are cobwebs. We will talk about cobwebs soon. That would be eerie. That would be spooky. If you heard somebody screaming upstairs in a house you thought nobody was living in, I would say that's scary. That could be dangerous. But spooky isn't as bad, I don't think, as... um, Natalia, I don't know what... I don't know that word, to be honest. I don't know that word, the one that starts with an I. So I wouldn't use that word just because I don't know what it is. And I'm a native English speaker, been speaking English for over 40 years. If I don't know it, probably a lot of other people don't know it either. Intrigant? I can't even pronounce it. Intrigant? Probably not, Natalia. Spooky, eerie. Those two work. What else? Mahmood is wondering, have I ever met teacher Bob? No, not in person. We've spoken over Skype before, but uh, hopefully one day we will meet. Maybe in the summer. We both teach, so we have a little extra time in the summer. Leo is here from France. Bienvenue. Bienvenue. All right, Madi's watching silently. I think one of the best ways to learn English is by listening. And so far, you have had one hour of listening. 
about Halloween. I think that will really help your English. You can always watch on replay too. All right, Noriko. I was under the impression that it must be American culture. Learning English and learning culture from you absolutely hit differently. Love it. It's a good term. Just hits a little differently. It just feels a little different. Um, I used that term before in a video last year, maybe. It's good slang to know if something feels a little different or it like just feels a little better, you can say, oh, just, it just hits a little differently. The example I used was Coke. Everybody knows that soda, right? Probably not good for you, but a lot of people drink it. Coke from a can, Coke from a glass bottle, just hits a little differently. Coke from a bottle, I think just tastes a little better. I don't know why. It could be the exact same thing. It just feels a little better. So thank you, Noriko. Learning English from this channel just hits a little differently. I don't, I don't, I don't know those words. I'm sorry, Freddie. I don't know those words. So, all right, let's do this. Got a few more for you here. We talked about spooky. What about this? I don't know if anybody has ever done this, but when I was a kid, a big thing at Halloween parties was bobbing for apples. Bobbing from apples. And it's exactly what it looks like. If you are listening on the podcast, it means there is a big tub of water. Somebody will put apples in that water and you will have to put your face in the water trying to grab an apple, but you cannot use your hands. So you have to dunk your face in the water. And if you get an apple, it's yours to keep. You can eat that apple. Now, I think after 2020, the year 2020, and all of the illness that happened because of that, C-19, I don't think anybody bobs for apples anymore. It's not exactly the cleanest thing to do. But when I was a kid, a big thing at Halloween was to go bobbing for apples. Let me know in the chat, have you ever gone bobbing for apples? I don't know. It's probably not the cleanest thing to do anymore, bobbing for apples. How about this? In that picture is a witch. And a lot of times a witch will use a cauldron. She will have something boiling in her cauldron. A lot of kids and even adults like to dress up as witches for Halloween. And that is a picture of a witch. She has on a witch's hat. Her skin might be green. She is often very ugly looking. She will often have a wart on her nose. Witches do have a little bump on their nose. Witches, cauldron, smoky cauldron with boiling liquid 
Probably not water. Maybe something more spooky. Something a little more eerie. All right, the next one here. Cobwebs. Cobwebs. This is a difficult one because cobwebs, let me make the picture a little bigger. Cobwebs look like spider webs. And they you can call them spider webs if you would like. Spiders weave webs to try to catch food, to try to catch other bugs that they can eat. But cobwebs are spider webs that no longer have spiders living in them. Got a sentence for you, or a couple here. Spiders live in spider webs. Cobwebs are spider webs that spiders no longer live in. Cobwebs. And cobwebs can be pretty spooky. A lot of times, if a house has been abandoned, abandoned means somebody has left it and they haven't come back. So if a house is abandoned and you walk into it, you might see cobwebs in the corner of the room. And it can be a little spooky. Not even a spider is living there. How about this? Spider webs that spiders abandon are called cobwebs. That might be a new term, abandoned, abandoned. It means you leave something and you never come back. In the United States, you might see cars that have been abandoned on the side of the road. Maybe they broke, maybe they broke down and they have to be fixed, but the owner is not there abandoned cars. All right. There are some things going on in the chat. Let me check it. Let me check it. Oh yes. Earlier I used the word guts. Yes. It might mean for a human, it might mean the stomach. It might mean the inside of your body, your guts, but we can also use it for pumpkins. It's also the inside of a pumpkin. It's all stringy. There are seeds there. Let's see here. Bobbing. Is it related to Bob? Hmm. Bob the Canadian. I don't think so. Um, the verb, thank you, Harry. The word Bob is the motion that somebody's head will do when they are bobbing for apples. Bob might mean it, it can be a verb meaning to go up and down. Think about fishing. There is something that some people use when they fish. Sometimes it's a little circle. It's red and white and it stays on top of the water. It's called a bobber. So on top of the water, if it goes up and down, we can use the verb. It's bobbing up and down um, right now. If you're watching, I'm going to bob my head. Nodding is like this. Like if I say yes, I'm nodding, but this is bobbing. Hope that helps. I feel a little silly, but sometimes you have to be silly to teach English. No way. Noriko says that she goes apple bobbing. 
That's another way to say it too. She goes apple bobbing. Interesting. Okay. Good to know. Good to know. All right. Um, Rizwan is wondering where are the other people? So I am on both Facebook and YouTube. So I think there are more people watching on YouTube. Looks like there are 57 people right now watching. Thank you so much for watching. All right. Lots of questions in there. I'm not sure I will get to all of them. Yeah, you need to trust your gut. Trust your gut. It just means if you feel some way, like go with it. How about this? If you see an abandoned house and you get a feeling like, ooh, maybe I shouldn't go in there. Trust your gut. Don't go in there. Maybe the woods look a little spooky and you worry, ooh, if I go in there, maybe I will meet a bear. Maybe there's a bad person in the woods that is going to hurt me. Trust your gut. Listen to your body. Your body is trying to tell you something. All right, Natalia, she has to go, but she's hoping everybody has a terrific holiday. And if you are a channel member, Natalia left a comment that I want to answer. Not, not for the whole channel, but um, for channel members, I think it might be helpful. All right. Is that it? Bob is from Robert. Yes. I watch, I watch almost all of Bob the Canadian's live streams after I have class, but I saw that question in his chat yesterday. Yeah. In English, it doesn't make any sense. Robert might be somebody's full name, but they might call him Bob. Or how about this one? This is really weird. Richard. Richard. If somebody's name is Richard in English, they might call him Dick for short. At least an older person. The name Dick isn't very popular anymore. I won't go into why, but you can look it up maybe. Do we have any more? Oh, we do have cavities. We need to talk about cavities. What are cavities, you might wonder? What is that in English? Well, when teeth turn black at the top and hurt, maybe from eating too much sugar, we call those things cavities. Yeah, sometimes if you eat too much candy at Halloween, your teeth might develop cavities. Then you will have to go see the dentist and you will have to get those cavities filled in. I hope you don't eat too much candy for Halloween. I hope you don't get any cavities. Remember, brush your teeth and floss after eating lots of sugar. I want to thank everybody. Thank you so much. If you still haven't subscribed, hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button if you haven't. Other people might be able to find the replay. Thank you so much. Lots of great questions today. Lots of great super chats. Lots of new members. Rose, thank you so much. Chris, thank you so much. Cecilia, thank you so much. What's that? Roger. Where's Roger? Did I miss Roger? Became a, I'm a there he is. 
Roger, thank you so much. I think Audie, Audie, thank you so much for the super chat. If you hit the like button, if you subscribed, thank you so much. Thank you to channel members. I had a blast. Talking about Halloween was very fun for me. I hope it was fun for you to learn English. Let's say goodbye to a couple people before we are out of here. Constantine, thank you so much. Nathalie, how are you? From the Netherlands, right? It's been a while. Welcome back. Madi. Madi has been with the channel for a long time. So is Mega. Thank you so much for all of your support. Williams, friend from Argentina, I'm sure we will talk on Discord this week. Aron. Thank you so much. Let's do it. Noriko from Japan. Thank you so much. Mahmood, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Harry. Indonesia. I looked up Indonesia earlier today. The fourth biggest country. The fourth biggest country. It's China, India, United States, Indonesia. And right now the podcast is 68th in Indonesia. So if you're listening from Indonesia, thank you so much. If you're listening anywhere, thank you so much. Freddie Wolf, Zayad, Yulia, Kundra, welcome. Thank you. All right. With that said, I can't say your name. I'm sorry. But it is, uh, are you from Tajikistan, I think, right? So it's all right. Yelena, thank you so much. Roger, thank you for becoming a channel member. I'm going to check on the channel members and drop the links. All right. Adios, amigos. Have a great weekend. Members, how's it going? Thank you so much for becoming channel members. In this members only video, what I'd like to do is give you a few of my memories of Halloween since tomorrow, when I release this, tomorrow will be Halloween 2021. So um, Halloween has been around since I was a kid, well before I was a kid. But um, as I get older, I'm 45 right now, my memories as a kid and Halloween become a little fuzzy. So if your memories are fuzzy, you don't remember everything. Um, there's a picture that I, you know, my parents took. So I, I remember one Halloween from a picture and my sister and I, we dressed up as the Dukes of Hazard. That was an American television show back in the eighties when we were, I was like Bo Luke and she was Daisy Duke. That's super like American. If, if you want me to talk more about the Dukes of Hazard, I can. Maybe I can find a picture and put it up there for you. But Dukes of Hazard, that was big in the 80s. So that's what me and my sister dressed up as. Um, but with my kids, now I remember that a bit more. My daughter's 15. My son is 14. And they no longer dress up for Halloween. Let's talk about that word dress up, um, that phrasal verb. Because it can mean two things. It can mean you are like, I'm dressed down right now. I'm in a hat and a sweatshirt. That's dressing down. You can dress up when you put on like a suit, a tie, 
maybe a fancy dress. Maybe you're going to a nice restaurant and you might have to dress up. Dress up can also mean put on a costume. So um, if I can find the photo, I'll put up a photo of my son. Uh, one year he was a construction worker. Uh, and Bob the Canadian did a uh, live lesson about Halloween. And he talked about some kids dress up as a construction worker. Well, guess what? My son did. My daughter was a, a fairy at one time. My son was a zombie hockey player a few times. Um, my daughter was uh, a Southern Belle, another a very American thing. But today, like I said, neither of them are going to be dressing up. And it's rainy out. Uh, today is October 30th. I don't know what the weather is like tomorrow, but I went out this morning and I took a picture of this house. It's really decorated for Halloween, kind of in, in my neighborhood, not too far from my house. And I put that up on Instagram. So, if, But if I can, I'll put a couple pictures up of the house that I took. I think I can, I think I can figure it out. So Halloween memories, wanted to give you a little bit of uh, just casual English conversation to help you with your English comprehension. And I wanted to also thank you for becoming members. So Halloween memories. I don't have all that many. I think I probably got uh, a lot of cavities by getting some Halloween candy and uh, probably gained some weight each year. Oh, Halloween, one of my favorite days of the year. Thank you so much for becoming members. And that's going to be it for this week. I, I don't know. Am I live now? I think I'm live now, but nobody is here to see it. Oh, that was That was not fun. That was not fun, but I think I'm live. I think we'll, we'll get here. We'll get going here in a minute. Okay. Now that nobody is watching, nobody's here. We'll try to get everybody going over to the other one in just a second. Okay. Welcome. Welcome. Nobody. Welcome. Just me. Just me here. Oh man. How do I share it? I'm live. Oh, there are people coming. I don't know how this is happening, but some, somebody's finding me. I don't know. I don't know the link here for the. Uh, uh, that was a mess. There was an update last night. I'll try to get some people over here. Um, this Ivana, how are you? Angelo, Luke, welcome. I don't know how you guys found me, but thanks for finding me. I'm going to try to put a link in that old chat. I think I have go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This will work. This is so unprofessional. So unprofessional. Okay. I got the stream here. Okay. Technical difficulties. We're live now after two minutes of just hanging out. Welcome. Let me, uh, let me get the pad of candles here from France. That's good to see. Let's see. Pop this out. It's unprofessional. I apologize. Unprofessional. Um, 
Uh, first of all, I got to say, I hope Amina is in here. Thank you so much for that super chat. It really helps out. I think I'll get it, even though that live stream was a total fail. Um, and the reason, Anuat, how are you? Welcome. Wow. Okay, the chat's going quickly now. I, uh, Miho is here as well, so welcome. What happened last night was I set the stream up, had a thumbnail, just like I liked it. But when I tried to update it, it wasn't updating. And maybe then I should have known that something was weird. But, uh, and I know some people have YouTube channels. Uh, Rod has a YouTube channel. They've done for the mobile app, they've, they updated it. So things are rearranged. And I don't know if that had something to do with it. But as far as I can tell, we are live. And Aaron is here. And Angelo is here. And Ivana from Poland is here. I hope Henry made it over. Um, I just saw him. I think he's new to the chat, but he's from China. He's been a subscriber for a while. So thank you so much. Thank you to all of you. Nori taking care of me. Thank you so much. Dr. Luke. Dr. Luke is here. All right. So today's uh, live stream is like all of the rest. I mean, it is Halloween here in the United States, and we are celebrating. We've got that whole COVID thing. So I'm not sure how much we're celebrating. And my um, kids are a little bit older. They're just coming home. Hopefully you can't hear too much banging on the ceiling, but I'm downstairs. So my kids are older. Trick-or-treating isn't as much of a thing to them. I will have a Halloween vocabulary video coming out later today where I talk about trick-or-treating, witches, mummies, werewolves, once in a blue moon. So that will be coming out later. But Halloween is, like everything else this year, just a little bit different. But this is like every other chat. Just ask the questions in the chat. I'll answer them as best I can. If you ask questions about Halloween, bonus. If you have other English-related questions, that's cool too. We'll just we'll just wing it. Wing it. It just means ah, we'll just do it as it comes. You know, like no major rules here. Whatever. It's pretty chill. Pretty chill. But I do want to thank you all for joining. Angelo says he's doing great. At first I read that and said that he wasn't doing great. I'm like, what? Angelo, come on. He's doing great. He's doing great. And you ought. Oh, a lot of a lot of live streams have stuck. Thanks, Anuat. Thank you for telling me that. I think it has something to do with the update YouTube did. So maybe somebody uh Bob the Canadian goes live after this. Maybe somebody can tell him He might have trouble. I don't think he streams on his phone. I stream on my phone, and that might be the problem. The, the problem with the update. But. All right, so questions. Any questions? Or should I just talk about Halloween in the United States? I can talk about that while questions are asked. Mary's here. Sam is here. Welcome, everyone. So many familiar faces. Mayor is here. Nick, what's going on? Yeah, we're finally doing a live stream. Marty is here. 
from Saudi Arabia. No, Jamie, the boomer. I think YouTube. I'm blaming this one on the on the YouTube app. Could be my fault. All right, Angelo. Oh, and Amina gave the super chat. So whatever Amina wants to talk about for a little while, you let me know, Amina. We'll take care of your questions right off. But in the United States, um, every October 31st, you know, we celebrate Halloween. A lot of people like to watch scary movies and older people do that quite a bit or they'll give out candy because what kids love to do on Halloween is to dress up in costumes. That video that will be out later, I will have some pictures of popular costumes and they go around to different neighborhoods, mostly strangers, grab candy, at the end of the night, they'll probably have a huge bag of candy. I didn't mention this in the video, but a pillowcase. Do you know the, that's what we call it in English, a pillowcase. And some kids will take the pillowcase off their pillow, protects the, the pillow. You can wash the pillowcase, um, but they will take a pillowcase and fill it with candy. Depending on how big the neighborhood is, they might fill it up quite a bit. And then in the video, I do talk about the Switch Witch. The Switch Witch. That's something new. Jamie, I don't know how you feel about the Switch Witch. We never did the Switch Witch. But parents will tell their small children about the Switch Witch. And the Switch Witch visits you at night if you leave your candy out. The Switch Witch will take your candy and in its place, leave you some money. But, Jamie just said something in the chat, like, I don't think she likes it either. Yeah, we, we don't like the Switch Witch. The idea is that kids get a lot of candy, bad for their teeth, not very healthy. The Switch Witch will take that candy so the kid doesn't eat it, give them some money, I guess the kid could buy candy with that money. Probably won't. But it's just supposed to save, you know, the kid's teeth, the kid's health. Not too much candy. Give them money instead. But it's one night out of the year, right? Let the kids have some fun. Jamie says, the whole point of Halloween is to make a great plan to get a ton of candy and enjoy the most candy you can ever have for one night. Also, parents need a stash to steal from. So, and a stash, a stash, not like a mustache, but a stash is like an extra, like, um, what could you have a stash of? I need to do a video on guns in the United States too. I don't think as many Americans have guns as a lot of other people think, but Somebody might have a stash of guns or yeah, as Jamie says, a stash of money. So it's like extra in case you need it. So at the end of the night, kids will get a huge stash of candy stash. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Patty from France. I remember France. She says she understands, but she loves candy too. Like, yeah. Yeah, can't. Jamie went to the Dollar Tree just now. 
that's our dollar store. I actually have made a video from the Dollar Tree and she bought a bunch of the worst candy bars you can find in the United States. And we're gonna eat those for, or at least try them for uh, Halloween tonight, I think, right? Didn't you go, did you get some nasty candy bars? Ah, Madi says, come on teacher, the kids nowadays are different than our generation. They need devices and money instead. Come on, give them some candy. Give them some candy. Everybody should know what it feels like to have that first cavity, right? <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, Jamie says they didn't have a lot of bad ones. We watched this show last night called Good Mythical Morning. They're on YouTube. Um, they have a lot of followers. You may have heard of them, a lot of subscribers. And they did a countdown on the worst candy for Halloween. And we we wanted to try some of them. Like the Zero Bar. I think the Zero... I won't say who won. Spoiler alert. I don't want to say who won. Ah. Trisha, this is a good question. And I actually mention it... Well, I mentioned kind of this in the... Yeah. Oh, Angelo. Um... He's wondering when Jamie and I will do a video together. Oh, it's a good question. It's a good question. I don't know. Um, Jamie might make a pumpkin pie though, Angelo. I did mention that and I know you were trying to find pumpkin pie and cutter one day. So she's gonna find a good recipe for pumpkin pie and then make that on camera. The difference between mommy and mummy well, interestingly, you ask that on Halloween because in the video that comes out, I'll have a picture of a mummy, which I don't know if um, Ibrahim is here, but in Egypt, you know, Egyptian mummies, we call. It's um, when dead bodies are wrapped up in strips of cloth to preserve them, to keep them longer. So a lot of people will dress up as mummies for Halloween. Now, if you're talking about what you call the person, the woman who gave birth to you, both are used, mommy, mom, mother. Most common in the United States, mummy or mum is probably used more often in England. We don't say that as much. And in fact, I think the queen, Queen Elizabeth II, don't they call her the queen mum? I would think there is nobody from England watching this channel. I would think. But you never know. You never know. Ah, Rod says, Jamie has to go live solo again. Third time. Yeah, I think she's game for that. If you want to use a little English slang, you can, oh, she's game, means she's ready to do that. She's game, she's in, sure, she says. Yeah. Ah, Nicholas says, the dentists will get rich. Yeah, I think it's their, their probably their best business, right? Halloween. I do mention in the video just spoiling everything. There's a lot in that video. Still editing. 
I should have it out later this afternoon after Bob the Canadian's live stream. But believe it or not, there are some people in the United States, I think they're very unfun. They don't have any fun. And when you go to their house, Adriana from Poland, how are you? When you go to their house, they will not give you candy, but they will give a toothbrush. Or they might give you toothpaste. Or dental floss. Like, that was the worst. When you go out and want candy, and you knock at somebody's door, and you say, trick or treat. And they say, oh, here you go. A toothbrush. Really? Snickers bar, maybe? Toothbrush. Yes, the, the Dollar Tree video, Rod says. Ah, Fabio from Italy. Benvenuto or bentornati sul mio canale, right? Vero? Um, he's wondering. Are, oh, my kids. Okay, are my kids going trick-or-treating door-to-door tonight? No. Uh, my daughter is sleeping over. She's having a sleepover. She's sleeping over her friend's house. So, in English, we might say she's having a sleepover at a friend's house. I don't know what they're going to do. I hope they're going to keep it uh, PG-13. Meaning, not getting too wild. PG-13. And I'm sure they will. I think they're pretty good girls. I think. The three of them. I think there are three of them. No way. Brian says, I once had a teacher gave us pumpkin pie for thanks on Thanksgiving, even though we don't celebrate it. Yeah, pumpkin pie. So, pumpkin in North America, where... I live, Amina lives, and I'm sure in, in parts of Europe, like Poland, Ukraine, I think we have very similar climates. The pumpkin is ready in the fall. And so oftentimes for Thanksgiving, probably Canadian Thanksgiving too, pumpkin pie will be a dessert. So that's why Jamie and I need to make a pumpkin pie video. And the best part of the pumpkin pie is putting some whipped cream on top or serving it with vanilla ice cream. What's going on? Oh, goodie bag. Jamie just brought me some goodies from the Dollar Tree. Yeah, let's let's do an unbagging right here. Thank you, Jamie. An unbagging. So in the bag, now I'm I don't know what's in this bag. She literally just got home. Should I do should I do an unbagging? I hope the crinkling isn't too bad. Um, Nori. Casket? Camina box? No, no, no. I would say if you're, if you say the word casket, people are going to assume you're talking about a coffin, a dead body, a casket. That word, that noun, just for bodies, I would think. Yeah. Pine box. Also, a pine box. 
is a very cheap coffin. So if you just say box, eh, any box. Pine box, cheap coffin. Casket, type of coffin. Yeah, you wouldn't say, oh, I'm gonna put these books in a casket for me to move houses. No, casket, just dead bodies. All right, yes, Jamie is lovely. Jamie is lovely. Let's take a couple, take a couple things out of here. Oh, I don't. She got some good ones, I think. I'm trying not to crinkle this bag. What did we get here? Okay, a hundred grand bar. This was one of the worst candy bars that was on that show, Rhett and Link. Nori, glad you got it. What well, the hundred grand is pretty good. It's um. It's got like rice on the outside, like crunchy. It's not really rice, but what do they say on here? Caramel, caramel. And these are, these are the fun size. That means they're smaller. So fun size. Some people, they're small candy bars, the fun size, okay? So some people in the United States who are short, they will say, oh, I'm not short, I'm fun size. I'm fun size. So it's another way to say you're short, like a small candy bar, I'm fun size. Oh, this is one of my favorite. It's another fun size um, candy bar, pack of candy bars. It's a Three Musketeer. I did hear though, in other parts of the world, the Three Mus Musketeer might be like a Mars bar. Something, this is not the same all around the world. I know that much. Oh, Baby Ruth. Baby Ruth. This was also listed as one of the worst candy bars. But from what I remember, it was pretty good. Last time I had it. Jamie and I will try this at some point. Oh, Rod, use the word reminiscing. That's a great word to use. Reminiscing. That always means... I think he's talking about friends here. That always means thinking back in time, maybe when you were a child, and thinking good thoughts, reminiscing about the past. Oh, Joey eats a uh, oh eats a whole turkey, right? I like it when Joey put on all of Chandler's clothes. Like, could I be wearing any more clothes? I think that's what he says. Oh, this I. Reese's, okay, so automatically think peanut butter. And this is called Reese's Outrageous Pieces. So I don't know. I don't know what this is. It looks like it's, um, looks like it might be Reese's, like little bitty Reese's Pieces. And those are peanut butter. So I know some people might not like peanut butter. It's a very American thing. Oh, Angelo said he had... Um, what'd you say? Baby Ruth? Yeah, Baby Ruth when he was a child back in the Philippines. And now he's nostalgic. The, the, the English that, uh, yeah. And I, I have spoken with Angelo on Zoom. He is a very good English teacher. Um, on Rod's YouTube channel, if you check him out, he did an interview with Angelo and he uses the word nostalgic nostalgic often combined with reminiscing and that is another way 
to describe a time that has already happened, but it's a good time. You wouldn't be nostalgic for the bad times, only the good times. Oh, this was another one, Hershey's Cookies and Cream. Can you find this in your country? Hershey's Cookies and Cream. Um, and the cookies in question, I'm sure they can't use Oreo, but if Oreos are a thing in your country, you would know this. It's basically like trying to be an Oreo in the form of a bar. If I open this up, it would be white. I don't know if it's white chocolate though, but Hershey's cookies and cream. Oh, you can get it. Brian says you can. Okay, you know that one. Zhao from Brazil. I, I can't say Brazil the correct way. It says being next to a chocolate bag is really, yeah. And I really didn't have breakfast this morning. He says it's really tempting to be next to a chocolate bag. It is. Miho says Hershey's is popular in Japan. I watched a video on Japan last night. And um, members, if you want to become a member of this channel, you will have access to the Discord server. And I was talking there about the geography of Japan and Poland. And I put a, a link to those videos. I found it fascinating. Japan's geography, very mountainous. Lots of mountains in Japan. Not a lot of natural resources like gas and you know power. So interesting. A lot of people in Japan and a small amount of space because of the mountains. Oh, Trisha asks a great question. Um, I say caramel, caramel, but there are a couple different pronunciations for that in the United States. Caramel, um, Carmel is a city in California, but I think some people pronounce that, what is it, browned sugar? Caramel. I talk about candy apples in the Halloween video. And sometimes for a candy apple, Americans will put a very healthy thing, right? Apples are healthy. They will put caramel on the apple. Make it a candy apple. Make it unhealthy. That's what Americans do. Healthy things? Let's see how we can make it unhealthy. Oh, uh, Nori is wondering, do we use the word silly string? Yeah, yeah. No, um, and I think you can buy it at the Dollar Tree and it makes a terrible mess, but silly string comes in a tube, you spray it, it comes out like a string, gets all over everything and is a mess to clean up. But yes, we do use that Nori in the United States, silly string. Candy apples. Rod loves candy apples. Susanna, how are you from Brazil? Oh, Nicholas said something about a supermarket. Oh, Nathalie from Holland. Welcome. Hershey's. S'mores. Yeah, next summer, maybe I should do a video on s'mores. I didn't know they were popular in Holland or the Netherlands. But yeah, they're pretty good. Mega, how are you from India? Mahdi, Saudi Arabia. Let me look at the chat here for a second. 
Um, if you're, if you want me to finish the bag, just write yes in the chat if you would. Maybe like a hashtag yes, so I'll know. Finish the bag. There are a few more things, but if it's boring, you know, I don't want to finish it. Ah, Michelle, welcome. Yes, um, Michelle is talking about, and he used it as a verb. He said, you've been booed by a friendly spook. And I think I put it up on my Facebook page, maybe Instagram. And we booed some of our neighbors, just like Michelle wrote it, booed. And what you do when you boo a neighbor, or this week when I arrived at my school, on my classroom door, there was a bag of candy hanging from it. And it says, you've been booed. Meaning, um, while you weren't at your classroom or while you weren't at home, we left you some candy. And, and um, Jamie and my daughter got candy t uh, this week and booed a couple neighbors. And they give them a piece of paper and it says, you've been booed, now it's your turn. And so they need to boo some other neighbors. So when it's dark out, you sneak up to their front steps, leave the bag of candy, and then they, they, they find it when they get home, or sometimes you knock on their door and run. We call that a ding-dong ditch. Ding-dong ditch is when you go to somebody's house, knock on the door, or ring the doorbell and run. Like Kids like doing that. Adults like doing it too. I haven't done it in a while, but it's fun. Ding-dong ditching. And so you just leave. Oh, Brian, my neighbors, um, I don't think they do. I don't think they watch my live stream. But yeah, ding dong ditch. Ding dong dash. Hmm. I haven't heard that, but it makes sense. Junior mints. Somebody min I think junior mints are in this bag. Nobody said, oh, somebody said yes. Somebody said no, though. Don't do it. Don't do it. A couple yeses, though. Hashtag yeah. Okay, let me do a couple. Junior Mints, the minis, minis. So um, sometimes we use fun size for something smaller. Sometimes it'll be minis. So Junior Mints, one of Jamie's favorite candies. It combines chocolate with mint. Some people love it, some people hate it. Junior Mints, Nathalie, are you a fan of Junior Mints? It seems like you might be. Okay, um, Angelo's curious to know what's in the bag. But Amina said no. But she didn't say hashtag no. And Amina gave a super chat. So I want to be, be careful. I don't want to make Amina mad. Thank you again for that. Thank you again for that. Ah, uh, okay. Speaking of mints and chocolate, we got the um, York. York Peppermint Patty Minis. It's a different kind of mint with the Junior Mint and the York Peppermint Patties. But I think, I think these things are really old. York. Been around for a long time. All right. And I'm sorry, if I uh, missed... Oh, I only have Top Chat on. I want live. That will make all of the messages visible to me. 
Bite size. Angelo says bite size. Yeah, we sometimes use that. Mini, fun size, bite size. Mary is here. I don't know if I've said hi to Mary. Oh, yeah. Junior mints. Natalie seems like she likes the junior mints. Oh, don't, don't apologize for the super chat. The super chats are nice, but not necessary. Thank you, though. I haven't had, Rod, I haven't had lunch yet either, but you know what I might have for, oh, oh no. I, I thought it was something else. Okay, no, no Charleston Chew, I'm assuming. I like Charleston Chew. I thought this, I thought this was a Charleston Chew. Butterfinger was also listed as one of the worst candy bars. It's complicated with me and Butterfinger. I like the taste, I don't like how the peanut butter stuff gets stuck in my teeth. And I know a lot of people around the world don't like peanut butter. Don't like peanut butter. All right. And the last one. This is it. Oh. More minis. These are the Snickers. Oh, Snickers peanut butter. Those things are good. Snickers peanut butter. That's good. That's good stuff. It's good stuff. All right, that's the bag, empty bag, empty bag. In, in the United States, this is going to become illegal, sort of. Um, these plastic bags, some stores in my area are now switching to a more environmentally friendly option. Some big English right there. Environmentally friendly option, a more Angelo, yeah, I could say that I'm using those sweets for energy. Yes, I need those sweets to get through my day. Madi says Snickers is his favorite. Mine too. Big fan of Snickers. I like candy so much I've done a top three. Snickers, Kit Kat, Three Musketeers. I'm a fan of Three Musketeers. Um, okay, I'm more environmentally... Now, this is some pretty, I'll write it in the chat, but so those plastic bags are really not good for the environment. It's just, they take so long to, to break down. So a couple supermarkets in my neighborhood, like local supermarkets have switched over to a more environmentally friendly option. And that is a plastic bag plastic bag i think it's a lot of paper that will break down in the environment more easily angelo loves the whatchamacallit oh but it's not available in, available in qatar and i think i've talked about thingamajigs yeah yeah i've talked about thingamajigs also so those are good uh angelo those are good those are good All right, let's see here. Sounds like somebody's coming back. Could you be just my son, though? Okay, I, I've been talking so much that uh, I don't think people have been asking questions. 
I could just keep rambling. Rambling is a verb we sometimes use when you're just talking, but you know, your, your, your speech isn't going anywhere. Just rambling, just rambling. But I hope that this has been helpful to you. I hope it's been helpful. I hope I'm not just rambling. All right, Trisha is wondering, ooh, lots of people said number one. Let's see here. All right, I'm, I'm silently reading these. I can't. I can copy now. Okay, so Trisha is wondering which of these two sentences is correct. What's really beyond my conception is, now that sounds right to me. Like it, it, it means like you can't understand it. It's like, so the other one you said is what really beyond my conception is, nah, I think you need that, that first is, what is really beyond my conception is. So I would say the first one, okay? I would say the first one. I'm just looking back through the chat here to see. Uh, I have missed a lot because I was opening that bag of goodies. But all right, Michelle. Oh, wishy-washy. Michelle is wondering which version of the word sneak is in the past simple. Sneak. I would use. Uh, in the United States, I believe we would use snuck instead of sneaked. I snuck into my parents' bedroom to steal their money. I don't know why you would do that, but um, I snuck. Yeah, I don't think we would say sneaked. Sneaked. You could call someone sneaky. If someone is sneaking into their parents' bedroom to steal their money... They would be rather sneaky, I would say. Probably shouldn't do that. Um, I hope that helps, Michelle. Hope that helps. All right. Brian says in Ireland for some reason. Why did he say that? Oh yeah, Trisha, Trisha. But why two is's? Why two is's? Yeah, sometimes in English, when you ask why, there is no reason. There is no reason. It's just, we think we have rules for English, and we do. But for every rule there is, there's a rule that can be broken. Seriously, seriously. Um, but if you want to sound more natural, what's really beyond my conception is, go with that one. Go with that one. But to answer why, I'm not sure. Not sure. Nori is wondering bloodhounds. Yeah, um, a breed. So we call them breeds of dogs. If you're wondering, breed, breed of dog. Um, bloodhounds. Those are, yes, Nori. Quick answer, yes. But then... Um, they have these long ears. 
right? These long ears. I wish I could put pictures up here. Long ears, the bloodhounds. I mean, you're on, you're on the right track. And they have really great noses. And those ears will help keep the scent all in one place in front of their nose. So yes, I know in the United States, bloodhounds are often used to track scents. Track scents. Spelled that way. Yeah, bloodhounds. Very good nose on a bloodhound. Oh, Brian. Oh, oh, Brian is asking. Okay, he was saying Ireland because someone asked where Halloween was born. So, uh, yeah, if you know Ireland, I have no idea. I have no idea. Um, but I do believe it once had something to do with the end of the harvest. And I think a lot of cultures have really old holidays that go back to ancient times as celebrating the end of a successful harvest when lots of food was gathered from the ground. Mary, in your opinion, and I love this word. Wait, what? I don't know. Mary, in your opinion, what are your... The, the laborious jobs. I don't know, Mary. I'm not sure what you mean. Um, but I do love that word, laborious. It comes from labor. And it means hard work. I love that term. Laborious. Laborious. Um, Anuat is wondering, what tense should I use when writing a diary? Um, you know, I would think that most people would use past tense, but if you are one of my students in my class, I would say use whatever tense you are comfortable with. Um, if you're learning English, I mean, I know you're learning English cause you're here, but if you're just starting out, you might want to start with present tense cause it's, it's definitely easier. But if you feel like you want to challenge yourself, I mean, it's your diary um, you do what you want, but sometimes if you want to challenge yourself, you know, put it in the past tense, or maybe you have a day where in your diary, you talk about what you're going to do tomorrow, and then you can work on future tense. It's totally up to you, whatever you feel comfortable with. Yeah, I would think so, Nori. She's wondering, shaking behind the sofa, does that mean you're afraid of something? Yeah, I would think so. That's, you know, if somebody is shaking, they're probably either scared, nervous, kind of the same thing, or cold. But if somebody is getting behind the sofa and shaking, Certainly sounds like someone is scared to me. Just checking my, my laptop's not plugged up. Luckily we have 39%. We should be good. Whoa. Whoa. Okay. Nori. Almost, right? I'm glad you wrote it like this though. Okay. It's frostbite. Frostbite. Okay, so let me change that. I'm capitalize it. 
all caps here. Okay, and that, that happens sometimes in Maine. You have to be careful when it's January and you're going outside and there is a good wind blowing. If the wind is blowing, sometimes we'll call that wind chill. And that makes it even colder, wind chill. But we would say frostbite and exactly what you described. I mean, literally, fingers can die. The tip of your nose is one of the first places to become frostbit. That's the past tense, frostbit. I got frostbite, I was frostbit, frostbit. Patty from France is wondering, how is the weather here? I think I put on my Instagram this morning, six below Celsius. So, and that was warmer than when I woke up. When I woke up, it was 15 degrees Fahrenheit. So quite cold. I have a feeling for the rest of the year, for the rest of 2020, I will be inside for the live streams. Just a little too cold. Brent had a question. I missed it. I missed it, Angelo. Ask it again. Yeah. Ethan. Bob the Canadian says your name so much better than I can. Athanathios? Athanathios? You'll be Ethan to me, okay? Sorry. But Ethan is from Greece. And he is wondering... What's the meaning of the word delinquent or delinquents? I don't know if it's countable. It is. Uh, delinquents are people who do illegal things. Okay. Um, Athanathios. Athanathios? Is that okay? So um, you could have a, a one delinquent. One delinquent went to jail. Two delinquents went to jail. It can also used, be used as an adjective though. Like if you have to pay your rent, you should probably pay it on time. But if you are late with your rent, you could say, I have been delinquent with my rent. So it can be used for someone who commits crimes, one or two, delinquent, delinquents, or it can be used as an adjective or um, a verb, meaning to be late with something. So I was delinquent with my rent. Hope that helps. Oh no, Angelo had a long question back then. Copy and paste, can you copy and paste? Uh, well, I see one from Angelo here. <clears throat> and again, Angelo, members, thank you so much for becoming members. If you want to become a member, I'm pretty sure I could find the link. Um, but we do have a Discord server. It helps me out each month. A little extra money in my pocket. Allows me to buy some equipment for the channel. And uh, lately, I've bought, I bought a GoPro. I got a, bought a GoPro. Might not, oh, it's right here actually. Thank you so much. I have been filming a little bit with the GoPro 
And it's really good for when I go out in public. And I, once COVID settles down, I want to go into more stores to show you around. This will be so small. People might not know that I'm recording. So, <laughs> and that store that I got kicked out of earlier, I'll show them. I'll go back. I'll go back. So if you would like to become a member, it's a good deal. You get access to the Discord channel, the Discord server. It's fun. And I get to know people like Angelo, Nori, Rod, Amina, so many people. It's fun to talk to. I learn selfishly. I learn a lot about other people's cultures, um, but also it, you know, we have chats during the week. I would say almost daily. So, Angelo. Oh no, Angelo. I had the question and now I lost it. Talking about becoming a member. But Angelo is a member and I appreciate that. And now I can't find it. I had it. Did I copy and paste it? Yeah, I'm sorry, Angelo. Sorry, Angelo. No, Miho, will you tell me how to memorize a phrasal verb? I just uh, made a video not too long ago and on the thumbnail was don't memorize phrasal verbs. Don't memorize phrasal verbs. I think that if you do a lot of listening in the language, I think those will just help you out. You will hear them. Maybe you can't quite use them yet. But the more you listen, the more you read, you know, watching American movies, British movies, James Bond. Oh, Sean Connery passed away. The OG James Bond, the original James Bond. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't memorize, I wouldn't memorize them. But I do have a playlist of phrasal verbs that, you know, you can watch, but... When I make those phrasal verb videos, I'm just hoping that, um, you know, people will hear them and become familiar and understand them, but I, I wouldn't want anybody to memorize them. I think that would be, that would be boring to me, but you know, to you, I mean, anytime I need to memorize something, I just, I write it down. So maybe make a list of the phrasal verbs and maybe use it in a sentence and study it that way. But I don't know. I don't know if I would do that. Um, Patty is wondering, do we have a special meal for Halloween? Well, if you consider candy a meal, but other than that, no, no special meal. I'll probably, I'll probably have these for lunch though, so. That's my special meal. Now, no special meal on Halloween. A lot of, to be honest, when my kids were growing up, the meal we had, literally, McDonald's. Because, you know, five out of the seven years in a row, um, Halloween will happen on a weekday. So a lot of times we'll be getting home from school. My wife is a teacher. I'm a teacher. My kids are students. We'll get home from school and then almost right after 
we're going out trick-or-treating. Uh, we used to visit my sister-in-law at her work. All of the people there would give kids candy. We'd go to my mom's house. They would get candy there. And by that time, it starts to get dark and you can go trick-or-treating. So it's usually really quick meals for Halloween. McDonald's, maybe? That's what we had. All right, looks like Angelo had another. I'm trying to look for Angelo's question. Come on, I thought he had something long here. Um, Zobeda is wondering, please describe a superficial person. And what is the opposite of that? Okay, so a superficial person, um, someone who looks in the mirror a lot, someone who is worried about what we call material things, and those are things that can be bought with money. So superficial people often worry way more about themselves than other people. Sometimes we would call them stuck up. They're stuck up. Their nose is in the air. So superficial, the opposite of that might be humble. Humble, you know, they don't think too much of themselves. They try to help other people out. Humble, humble. Oh, Nori. And Nori is, a, Nori is a very good English speaker. I've spoken with Nori uh, on Zoom a couple times. Spoken with her on Facebook Messenger, I believe. So she knows what she's talking about here. About phrasal verbs, I think you can only do one thing. is Just get used to them with listening. Podcasts with native speakers. That's a great one. Um, and I have a podcast. <laughs> But what I do for the podcast is like, this will be on the podcast. And I like putting that onto podcasts because I think people can just walk around with this in their pocket. You know, they can use the podcast on their phone, listen, you know, do the dishes, take a walk. And you don't have to worry about the video, um, you know, hitting something in your pocket and skipping to the next one. Oh, Fabio is wondering, what does pick up the slack mean? All right, let's say you're on um, a team at your work that you have other people you are working with, your team. And maybe one person isn't doing a great job, but as a team, you have to get the job done. So other people would have to, do you say pull up the slack? Pick up, would have to pick up the slack for that person. So if you have four people on a team at work, only three are working hard, those other three people will have to pick up the slack for that one slacker. We sometimes call a person who isn't working hard a slacker. Oh, I agree. McDonald's sounds good right now. Amina is wondering, where is Jamie? Um, I think she's just right outside the door. I'm not sure. She's in the house somewhere. Thought I heard. I thought I heard her right outside the door. Uh, uh yeah, and, and Angelo is giving some good advice. It's yeah, for those phrasal verbs, we usually put that preposition right after, like an up. Up is uh very popular. 
blow. I think I did a video a long time ago on like phrasal verbs with blow. So blow, we all know that probably, right? You blow out some candles, but then you put up at the end, blow up. That can mean so many different things. Maybe a song is really popular. It blows up. Maybe a building was hit by a bomb. Well, that blows up. Very different from the actual verb. All right, Trisha is wondering. Hey, Sita. Sita is here from Brazil. I've been talking with Sita on the Discord server and I saw where she works. Or I, I didn't see where you work. I saw your view out the window of where you worked and it was beautiful. She can see Christ the Redeemer in Rio, Brazil from her window at work. I'm slightly jealous, Sita, slightly jealous. Oh, Nori's thinking that maybe Jamie will boo me. I don't know. I, I hear them right outside the door. I think they're they're picking up, I think. Cleaning up. And I'm downstairs. Yeah, Rod says shallow works for stuck up as well. Yes, if a person is stuck up, we would say that they are shallow. Very nice. Sita is not from Haiti. What? Sita is from Haiti? No way. No, Sita is not from Haiti. What are you? What are you doing to me, Ra, uh, Angelo? Am I Sita? Did I get that really wrong? Am I thinking of somebody else? Angelo, don't do that to me. Now I'm questioning everything. <laughs> okay, bro. Okay, okay, Angelo. Hmm? Hmm? Thank you, Rod. She's from Brazil. No, Brazil is in the house. Welcome, everybody from Brazil. A lot of Brazilians. And thank you so much. Oh, wait, what? Brian is saying they don't walk, they levitate. Oh, for the, for the stuck-up people? Uh, yeah, and great word there, by the way, Brian. Levitate? It means like not on the ground. If this is the ground, levitating is just kind of just kind of floating off the ground. And you can imagine stuck up people with their noses in the air. Yeah, they're probably levitating. Nice job, Brian. Modest, Nori is saying for people who are humble. Absolutely, that works. Oh my gosh. Shea has a very... Um, complicated question. Wait, maybe I will do a video on this, but she's wondering um, which is easier, remote teaching or normal teaching? Um, and we might call it a, like traditional teaching. So we might say remote teaching, which is all online. I am in one room. My students are in another room. Uh, which is easier? I say without a doubt, in-person teaching, traditional teaching, normal teaching, 100%. If you have to help a student, you know, and they don't quite understand something, before COVID, you could sit down with them, work with them. 
if they don't understand something, it's really difficult to help them online. It's really hard. It's, it's, it's definitely the most challenging part of my job now that I cannot sit down with them. You can have what's called a breakout room in Zoom. Still not quite the same as sitting down with a student, being right next to them, helping them out. Yeah, so that is uh, the problem. It's a problem. Well, it looks like Bob the Canadian is about to go. So I do not want to miss Bob the Canadian's chat. I do want to thank you all, though, for coming by the live stream. I love these. These are fun. Um, I laugh quite a bit when I'm here with you guys. Thank you so much for your support. I'm going to put a link. Did he already start? I think he starts in like, oh, he just started. I'm going to put a link. He's already got like 300 people in that room. So he is starting and I'm going to head over there. And if you want, I will see you over there as well. How about that? Okay. That's the link to Bob the Canadian's chat. Thank you, Sita from Brazil. From Brazil. Sita from Brazil. Trisha, Angelo, Madi, Nori. Thank you all so much. Athanathios from Greece. Thank you. India, Mega, Sia. Oh, and a big thank you to Aroni and Rod for moderating the chat. No, there's no spammers here. I think my channel is so small still that no spammers yet. So thank you so much, everyone, for joining. And I'll see you over Bob the Canadians. How's that? Thanks so much. Adios, amigos. Hello, and welcome back to another video. This is American English with this guy. I'm this guy, and the goal of this channel is to help you improve your English. And the goal of this video is to help you learn some Halloween vocabulary. But before we do that, this channel just hit 2,700 subscribers. I wanna thank each and every one of you who have subscribed to this channel. It's often said in English, I couldn't have done it without you, but of course, this is true. So true in this case, if it was just me and my family, I'd have probably seven subscribers. So thank you so much to everyone who has subscribed to this channel. We've come a long way in just eight months. Halloween is a pretty big holiday here in the United States and really popular with kids because they get to dress up in costumes, go around to strangers' houses, and get lots and lots of candy. It is celebrated on October 31st every year. And the first word I would like to teach you is pumpkin. Pumpkins are often put on the front doors of American houses to celebrate Halloween. When Americans are carving their pumpkins, they will turn those into another vocabulary word, which is jack-o'-lantern. And I know if you look up there, it has an O in it, but we really pronounce it jack-o'-lantern, more like an A instead of an O. And after Americans are done carving their pumpkins into jack-o'-lanterns, yeah, we use that verb most often when talking about turning pumpkins into jack-o'-lanterns, carve. Once those pumpkins are carved, oftentimes Americans will roast 
the pumpkin seeds inside those pumpkins. I mentioned it earlier in the video, but costume is another word that we use when talking about Halloween. Kids, some adults, will dress up. Maybe that's a new phrasal verb for you. But when you put on a costume, you dress up as something other than yourself. Popular costumes for Halloween are mummies. Notice the way that is spelled, mummy. It's a lot like a mother, but clearly not. Oftentimes, parents will wrap their children in toilet paper and they will become a mummy. If you don't have a lot of money, this is usually a pretty easy costume to make. But at one time, in the United States and a lot of parts of the world in 2020, toilet paper was hard to get and it became very expensive. So we might see fewer mummies for Halloween this year. I don't know. Witches are another popular costume for kids and witches often have black cats. I just made a video about National Black Cat Day here in the US and I will put a link to that video at the end of this one in case you haven't watched it yet. Another popular Halloween costume is a scarecrow. The scarecrow is exactly what it does. It scares crows. Farmers will often have scarecrows in their fields to keep the birds away from their crops. Werewolves are also popular costumes. Those can be pretty scary types of things. I think they're fake, but when there is a full moon, some people think that some people will turn into werewolves. Speaking of full moons, there is actually one tonight, Halloween. I'm filming this on Halloween and there is a full moon tonight. In fact, it's the second full moon of the month. When that happens in English, we call it a blue moon. Not sure why, it's not actually blue, it's just another full moon during that month. But there is a saying in English, if something doesn't happen that often, we will use the term once in a blue moon to describe it. For example, pumpkin pie, that is often eaten here in the United States during the fall quite often. And I think Jamie is going to make a video on how to make a pumpkin pie in the near future. But let's say somebody doesn't really like pumpkin pie, but they might only have it on Thanksgiving and maybe a couple other times during the year. They could say, I like pumpkin pie, but I only eat it once in a blue moon. So if you want to practice your English and describe something that doesn't happen very often, you can say it happens once in a blue moon. Another term you might want to know for Halloween is candy apple. Americans don't like to eat very healthy. You may know that. So oftentimes we will take healthy things and make them unhealthy. And that's what we do with candy apples. Apples. We have another saying in English, an apple a day will keep the doctor away. Well, I don't think that is true for candy apples. To make a candy apple, you basically take an apple, healthy, shove a stick into it, and then drizzle it with some kind of candy goodness. Oftentimes it's caramel and voila, 
you have made something healthy into something unhealthy. We call that a candy apple. Very popular during Halloween. Here I have taken a decoration that is bigger than my face from the house and brought it down here into the room I film in. And you can clearly see this says Halloween. And right here, the H is made from bones. And another popular costume during Halloween is a skeleton. So that's why we have the H made from skeleton bones. Over here, the A, that is made from candy corn, a very popular Halloween. I almost said popular, and it is for some, but candy corn is very polarizing. Polarizing is a good word to know in English. It's like, think of the North Pole and the South Pole. They are on opposite ends. If something is polarizing, it means most people either love it or they hate it. And that is how I would describe candy corn. It's very polarizing. Popular with some people, hated by others. All right, right here we have the L's. Those are made from some witch's feet with her socks. Obviously, this is a skeleton. Maybe those are its legs. Right here, we have a bat that is also associated with Halloween. Down here, I skip these because I want to spend some time on the E's. And this, the N, well, that looks like a haunted house to me. So a haunted house, very simply, is an old house that some people might think is scary. Oftentimes, in the United States, during Halloween, you can pay money to go inside a haunted house to get all the scares you want. I am not a big fan of haunted houses, but my kids have both visited haunted houses this year. Now let's talk about these E's, but I'm going to get rid of this so I can actually explain it. Cemeteries are often thought to be haunted, or when I say haunted, it means spirits might be hanging over that piece of land, the cemetery, where people are buried. And in cemeteries, you have these things called either tombstones or headstones. I think most cultures have this, but it's to show people where that person is buried. And oftentimes on tombstones, you will see the words RIP, or as the kids are saying these days, RIP, but it actually means rest in peace. But teenagers have used that in other ways. For example, in class this week, one of my students' pens died, meaning it ran out of ink. And when it did, they said rip and looked very sadly at their pen because it was no longer useful. And the last term I would like to teach you today is trick or treat. This is what children say when they approach a stranger's house, the lights have to be on in that house. That will let people know that house is giving out candy. And when the children go to the door, maybe ring the doorbell or knock on the door, they will say trick or treat. And the people inside the house should give them a treat, usually a little piece of candy. 
There are some very boring people here in the United States that will give out toothbrushes or toothpaste or dental floss just because they feel the kids are getting too much candy that night. I used to hate visiting those houses as a kid. You think you're going to get a sweet candy bar and instead they give you a toothbrush. Children will often say, trick or treat, smell my feet, give me something good to eat. But they will usually say that on the playground at school, not when they actually go to a door for candy. And the last thing I wanna talk about is the switch witch. We don't do this in my house. I don't think this was even invented when I was a kid, but because so many parents are worried that their kids are going to have too much candy, the switch witch has been invented. And what the switch witch does is you leave your candy out where the switch witch can get it. And overnight, she will take your candy and instead leave you some money. The parents think that they're saving their kids' teeth by taking away all the candy and then paying them for that candy instead. I think it's a really new invention here in the United States, maybe only five or 10 years old. I hope you have learned a little something from this video. If you're looking for more Halloween related videos, right up there is that video I did on National Black Cat Day. And below that is a live stream I did on Halloween Day. Thanks so much for watching. See you next time.